0: What is up? I'm Skylar. I'm Megan. And this is What the French Toast. Hello. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast for Megan. We are fucking busy. Yep.
1: Welcome back to the podcast (laughs) where... Megan doesn't have time to do anything, so I'm gonna eat while we record because I'm sure you'll <laughs> love that. It
0: was funny, like Megan texted me and goes, Hey, are we podcasting? And I'm like, Yeah, I'll be 20 minutes. And she's like, That doesn't give us a lot of time to record. And I was like,
1: Fuck. Nah, bro, I went to the gym, which wouldn't have mattered anyways, you weren't here, but went to the gym. I got there late because I got stuck on a call at work. Mm-hmm. So I left work late. Okay. And then I took a little bit longer at the gym than I had originally planned. But it was mostly because I had to, like, fill my time because, machine like, the weight machine that I wanted. Yeah. This dude was just sitting on it. Just sitting there. He wasn't even working out. He was just scrolling on Facebook. You got to
0: punch him in the groin, Megan.
1: And I was like, come on, man. Like, come on. That's the one I really want. I did a new personal best today.
0: Oh, good job.
1: Two, thought- actually. It's not that impressive, so I'm not going to say it on here because people <laughs> are, are going to be like Megan.
0: She's like, instead of 30, <laughs> I did 31.
1: Uh-huh. Actually, I did... 15 pounds on the shoulder press today okay now and if you don't know what a shoulder press is it's where you sit like you know squared up like back straight knees bent you know and then
0: knees weak arms are heavy yeah
1: and then you push the thingy up yeah you know that shit's so fucking hard yeah
0: it's not it's not for the weak
1: Mm -mm. but i did all my reps i didn't fail and i hit 15 pounds i almost failed but i didn't good job megan i i tried a new pre-workout proud of you so I think the pre-workout really did it for me. Let's go, Megan. Now I'm just wired as shit because even yep. though I worked the fuck out, I have so much energy because I, I took that fucking some. pre-workout. I
0: actually just chugged an energy drink because I didn't get a ton of sleep last night. I had an interview today. Technically, it was not it was an interview, but I got into a videography school today, which I'm super fucking excited about. I start that next week.
1: That's super exciting. I did not know that. Yeah,
0: I know. I just got it today. I haven't really told anybody about it. I've, I've had it set up for like a week. And today was the interview. He liked it. Yeah, obviously, like, I had to give like I had to, like make a portfolio of stuff, and mm-hmm. I showed him my portfolio, and he was like, "This is good stuff." Like let's yada yada yada. We talked, and then right after the videography meeting, I had to go to a work meeting, and then I was at a work meeting, and then it was it was a busy day too. Yep. I obviously did stuff before that, but yo,
1: that's exciting. But like I said, um, I'm eating my dinner because if I didn't eat my dinner while we recorded, we would not be recording this week. Of course. Or at least not on time. At least
0: not on time.
1: <laughs> and We
0: might get you an episode. It would just be late in the day exactly. on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I feel like this was better. And we're going to power through this episode. I got some good topics today. But trigger warning for people who don't like the sound of people eating. I will do my best to keep it quiet. Yeah. But I am eating a sandwich and Cheetos.
0: Yo, I would like to say this. The fucking Kraken lost to the Dallas stars and it's no longer in the playoffs. And also I just want to make another sports prediction, Megan, Denver Nuggets beat the Lakers in five. Sure. All right. Now,
1: whatever you say, I'm a um, Nuggets
0: fan too. we in a Nuggets Jersey right now. Gosh, darn it.
1: Gosh, darn it. Oh, that's what that is.
0: Megan, I have some questions for you. Are you ready for these?
1: How many questions? It's two. Okay.
0: Is cereal soup?
1: No, it's cereal.
0: Okay. What's the opposite of fire? Is it non-fire? Is it water?
1: water
0: no i don't think so water is water fire is fire what's the opposite of fire because not all water puts out fires
1: you mean well no that's not true not all fires can be put out by water
0: did i say that backwards yeah i mean
1: if the fire can be put out by water water is gonna put it out
0: i said all water like there are more types exactly don't you bring that filtered shit around here we use tap to extinguish these
1: exactly i don't
0: know why we gave us another guy all of a sudden (laughs)
1: No, but there's no such thing as non-fire.
0: That's not true. <laughs> we are non-fire right now. No. This room is non-fire right now. No. It's, it's not. We're just not on fire. Which That's is its the opposite
1: own thing. of
0: fire.
1: That's its own thing.
0: So, but then there is not an opposite of fire. Then fire is just fire. The opposite of fire would just be a fire not existing. In which case, that is fortunately the case right now.
1: Is it your challenge week or mine?
0: Is water. Uh, it's my turn to give you a challenge.
1: So it means you have to go last.
0: It does mean I have to go last, which means you're going first, Megs. Okay. All right, now let's get it.
1: All right, everybody. Okay, now. Um, I was going to say something, and I forgot what I was going to say.
0: Dang it, Megan. I can say something for you.
1: Oh, my topic today is mukbangs. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> That'd be funny. Start smacking right into the microphone.
1: Um, no, but it does kind of, um, I well, everybody knows I have two topics, so I don't feel the need to, to share that. What do you want to hear first? The topic that you gave me, mm-hmm. not my challenge, okay. or the topic that one of my friends suggested?
0: Yeah. No, that's it. Which, which friend? You don't know him. Okay. Oh, it's a him.
1: Yeah, but not like a him, him.
0: No, no, no. no. Is it the one where we talked about last week where his, his girlfriend or wife yes. or whoever was like, mm-hmm. butterflies live for years. Yes. He seems like a real intelligent lad. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with his topic first. All right. I trust him.
1: All right, Carl. Hello.
0: His name is Carl? Yes. No, it's not. Yes. Dude, I've been making fun of him on this podcast
1: forever. He's one of my longest friends. I just want to, well, there's more the, there's more to the story than that, but I don't feel like he I He was one of those
0: but right? <laughs> You naughty.
1: No, when we were like 14. Did you say knock? No, I swear to God, I did. Um, so yeah. Anyways, he requested some of the weirdest Guinness World Records.
0: Okay, I fuck with it. See, he did not disappoint.
1: I found some of the. I don't know if they're weird or they are weird, (laughs) but I just kind of found some of the ones that like made me laugh. I didn't have. I had a very very busy day at work today. Sure. So I didn't have a ton of time to put in a lot of work, but I needed a relief. You know what I'm saying? Sure. From being a functioning adult.
0: That makes sense.
1: (laughs) The good thing is is I can't really eat my sandwich while it's my topic because then it'll interrupt my topic. So I really can only eat it when it's your turn.
0: I'm about to take a bite.
1: Don't touch my... I will rip your fucking head off if you take a bite of my sandwich. I'm asked to be here. I've been thinking... You you literally (laughs) did. Um, What do you mean? I've been thinking about this sandwich all day
0: have you? What is it? Is it's it, a tuna. God dang, oh, with with Cheetos in it? Uh-huh. Megan, you're a disgusting young lady. Tuna
1: with Cheetos in it? Okay. Heaviest train pulled with a beard. And don't worry, I have some background on these. That
0: reminds me, of, have you seen the Polar Express?
1: I have seen the first 10 minutes of the Polar Express. Megan. And the reason I say that is because every time I've ever tried to watch it, I fall asleep within the first 10 minutes. My whole life.
0: I think it is a pretty slow start. If I'm being honest. But yeah. Okay. So he pulled a train with a fucking beard. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's extraordinarily painful.
1: Well, his name... And I'm going to butcher all the names in this bitch.
0: As I usually do.
1: Um, Ishmael Rivas Falcon from Spain.
0: That's a fucking good name.
1: He pulled with his beard mm-hmm. a train weighing 2,753.1 kilograms, which for the Americans oh, okay, is 6,069 pounds. Listen here though. Mm-hmm. Not only did he do this with his beard, he also pulled it over a distance of 10 meters, which is 32.8 feet.
0: First of all, there are multiple reasons that I don't believe this took place.
1: This is from the Guinness World Records website.
0: Guinness is fucking on drugs, okay?
1: But let me tell you, because he did it at the El Show de los Records in Madrid, in Spain, on November fifteenth,
0: two 2001. Okay. How does a human... That's... First of all, how does a human pull over 6,000 pounds? It's... I'm not with gonna say his it's beard. Not, but that doesn't make... What the fuck? He just started doing neck throws? Like, what the fuck does that mean with his beard? Clearly, his beard is attached to him, which means, ultimately, it was him that pulled it. His beard was attached to his face. And all that means to me is that his beard did not get ripped out by the weight of the train. That's all that means to me. You couldn't do it. You're absolutely right. For multiple reasons. One, my beard's not even long enough to tie to a fucking train. For two, I'm not ashamed to admit that I can't pull a 6,000 pound train by myself. I have a question. Yeah.
1: Did we put Asher up?
0: Okay, Asher's up now. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
1: I took a bite of my sandwich. Which is perfect for the strangest diet.
0: Megan, please. It's going to absolutely fuck me up. If I see you talk with a tuna fucking sandwich in your mouth, I am going to die. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The next
1: one is the strangest diet. Okay. This man named Michel Lotito from France. Not a bad name either. He was born in June 15th, 1950. Of Grenoble France. He had a nickname and I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it but I'm gonna try. Okay. It's Monsieur Mengtout.
0: Yeah that's that's not a nickname. That's an identity.
1: Um but during his lifetime he ate metal and glass beginning in 1959. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry he did what? <laughs>
1: listen listen gastroenterologist x-rayed. How can I say that and not his name? Anyways. It- Gastroenterologist x rayed his stomach and described his ability to consume 900 grams or two pounds of metal per day as unique. Just well, no shit, it's unique. (laughs) Lightly,
0: like so, like a fucking chicken. Chickens eat glass and shit. Since
1: 1966, his diet included 18 bicycles, 15 supermarket trolleys, which I assume just means buggies. Seven TV sets, six chandeliers, two beds, a pair of skis, and a low-calorie low calorie Cessna light aircraft and a computer.
0: I see nothing but benefits here.
1: He's said to have provided the only example of a coffin ending up inside a man, including the handles.
0: Holy shit.
1: He first became aware of his ability when a glass <laughs> from what he was drinking broke and he chewed on the fragments.
0: This is real fast. I'm imagining, what was his first name? Michelle. Michelle. I'm imagining a preacher standing there. We are here today to honor, you just hear this munching in the background. God dang it, Michelle, <laughs> you stop it. Not right now. <laughs> you wait till it's over. <laughs>
1: I just got a little, I just want a little snack. My man's snack. just a
0: munching on the fucking coffin in the middle of the funeral.
1: Just a little snack, please. Please, sir, can I have some more? God dang it. Um, so he first became aware of his ability to eat weird things when, I think I already said this, but when he was drinking from a glass and it broke and he just chewed on the fragments of it. So by October 1997, he had eaten nearly nine tons of metal. And he says, Jesus. he said the bananas and hard boiled eggs made him sick. Okay, bud. Yeah. Mr. Lotito okay. did die of natural causes on June 25th, 2007.
0: That would make sense.
1: What does natural causes mean though?
0: He ate too much meddling and it caught up with him.
1: Cause I don't feel like that would be natural. Natural to like, me is like heart attack. Well, old age.
0: I feel like it's considered natural. If that's all you've ever done. It's natural to him. Natural is, I just, I get I would, I would consider natural as person relevant, right? Like natural, what's natural to you isn't natural to me. Every human's their own human. So I would consider natural just what was normal to him.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. How
0: do you, this is my question, but this is why I said a second ago, I see nothing but benefits, right? Think about your budget. You know what I mean? You're sitting there and you're just like chilling.
1: Bro, bicycles are expensive.
0: I'm kind of hungry, Right. And so you look in the corner and see your TV stand, and you're like, fuck it. <laughs> Start chewing on it, and you're like, this is
1: okay. He got a frequent flyer punch card at Ikea.
0: <laughs> Yo, let's go. <laughs> he, he sees this neighborhood. The Oh, we should Most people go to him. Ikea for
1: the meatballs, but he's going for the TV stand. Do you know what would have
0: been perfect? <laughs> a couple episodes ago, when young man made fun of you for driving Ikea Soul on his drive-by scooter. Yeah. That would have been perfect. We could have just given the man the scooter. Then kid can't drive by to make fun of your Kia. Homie's
1: been dead since 2007. No, I know. That's
0: what I'm saying. If he was still alive, it would have um, worked out. Yeah. He probably has a son or some shit. He'll do the same. I don't know. Maybe not. Could you imagine how much it would have hurt to take his shit?
1: I mean, it just sounds to me like he just had like, undiagnosed pica. You know what I'm saying? I guess when you like eat random things, like that's part of the reason that the like the whole show My Strange Addictions oh, exists. Okay. There's an actual like psychological cause for it.
0: So, but like also, because some of those people just be doing some shit that's not normal. That would kill the rest of us, I feel like. Like one lady was drinking bleach and she still lived. I feel like if we One drank Lady bleach, was
1: drinking nail polish.
0: Yeah, I feel like if we did that shit, we'd die soon.
1: Yeah, because your body basically for example, like the reason people crave dirt. Like people will some people will crave dirt because of maybe some like mineral deficiency. Okay. And your brain like subconsciously knows that that mineral that your look, your body's looking for is in that substance. Interesting. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that those things that you're craving or that the substance you're craving is like digestible or safe to digest. Yeah. But people do it.
0: I had a buddy that used to drink hand sanitizer. I wonder if that's what that was or if he was just an alcoholic. Probably that second one. Mm, <laughs> probably, yeah. the, probably the second one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to hear about the tallest cow ever? yes okay well the tallest cow ever her name is blossom all right not blossom. and she's owned by patricia meads hansen
0: she's still alive like right now right now maybe okay
1: um and she measure, me- measured she measured measured <laughs> she measured to be 190 centimeters or for the americans 74.8 inches from hoof to the withers which is like the top of the shoulder okay and that was in orangeville illinois in the United States, and that was on May twenty fourth, twenty fourteen. So it is possible, I guess, that the cow could be alive. I don't know how long cows live. Years, if you don't slaughter them,
0: or weeks. Here's the thing: I, well, cows can live a while. I, uh I would assume. I've never really like been next to a cow, but I've heard about people having cows for years. Like I've heard stories about well, it. Well, like
1: horses live for a really long time.
0: Yeah. I, well, but I, I guess you
1: just don't think about the a cow's lifespan, because most people, when they have cows, they're raising them as livestock. To,
0: to get them slaughtered? Yeah. These bovine.
1: Well, Blossom, we love you. Well,
0: some of us I do. I do.
1: I mean, cows are cool.
0: As you eat a hamburger.
1: Um, This is tuna fish. No, you're
0: right, but it would be funny if you were eating a hamburger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still like cows, and I eat hamburgers.
0: Blossom. You, ooh, she probably
1: or she's really lean. Well, that's what you want, right? Yeah, I
0: guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want all the fat on it. Well, some people do, but not me. Like a nice stay. Yo, we're about to get canceled. This is what this <laughs> is about to turn into. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the podcast where if you're vegan or vegetarian, <laughs> Fuck you're going to be unhappy. <laughs> okay. Um the fastest time to type to 1 million.
0: To type to yeah.
1: 1 million? But let me tell you what that means. So, the number from one to one million, yeah, typed out in words. Does
0: oh that make God. sense?
1: So not the numerical digits of the numbers, but you're typing it out like one million and one, one million and two. That's like impressive
0: that. for one thousand
1: two, one thousand three, you know. Um
0: I don't even know how to count to a million. So the fact that you know how to do that and then type it out in competition. In words. How many times have you done this?
1: But you want to know how fast it took him? This is the fastest person to have done it. This is a guy named Les Stewart from Australia, Queensland, Australia. And it took this homie 16 years to do this, from 1982 to 1998.
0: There's no way this was, like, this was a hobby, right? Like, there's no fucking way that they're just, like, in his house, and he's like, gotta take a shit, be right back. You know, he's like, there's no way that there's, like...
1: It's not like a speed cup competition where he's just like actively typing for 16 years. Like, there's, I'm sure that's not the case.
0: I am, because I don't even think it's possible. So, this is interesting because I want to know how much the human brain can hold. Because, is it possible? I'm not even sure it would be possible to be able to logically count to a million and the human brain to be able to withhold all of those numbers. I'm not sure that's possible.
1: I mean,. It's really not that hard. Numbers work the same way even if there's a thousand of them.
0: Yes, but once you're getting to a million, I mean, you're you're going through so many numbers, it's going to fuck you up. That's oh, probably sure. why it took him so long, right? It's sure. just like he probably had to google how to do it. Okay. Well, it's
1: also the fact that he did this in 1982 to 1998. Yeah. The- so it's not like they had like Right max speed you know computers or you know like fast speed like this is he's doing this on an old apple ash you know <laughs>
0: 20001 there's like a 4 second lag they like, bar-
1: they barely invented windows at this point <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> i don't even think they had invented windows well, i don't even know dude i'm not gonna I say feel like they not did gonna know about
1: it. yeah i don't i don't know but i feel like it was it must have been a new thing computers were not you know
0: that's insane th-
1: th- these computers didn't have a lot of like speed to them i'm sure and and if he was using like dial up, where was he saving this? Right. Paperclip Sam, yeah. You know?
0: That's true. That's a good point. Cause I, is there a computer holding enough to hold a dock that big in 1982? Gigabyte wise, like like unified memory wise, is there something that's a that's just a whole segment on its own. Moving on.
1: Moving on. The uh, where did the title go? Most lightning strikes survived.
0: That's impressive.
1: The only man in the world to be struck by lightning seven times was an ex-park ranger named Roy C. Sullivan.
0: I'm pretty sure I've heard this story.
1: Um, They consider him to be the human lightning conductor, and he's from Virginia. All right, now. A single lightning strike is made up of several hundred million volts with a peak in the current at around 20,000 amps. I don't know what any of that fucking means. Like, the closest I can get to electricity is I need a 60-watt light bulb for my lamp. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? But it began in 1942 when he was struck by lightning and lost his big toenail. It resumed again in 1969, and he lost his eyebrows. In July 1970, his left shoulder was burned. April 16th, 1972, his hair was set on fire. All right. August 7th 1973 his hair re caught on fire and he burned his legs damn it on june 5th 1976 it hurt his ankle damn and then on june 25th 1977 he got burns on his stomach and his chest
0: imagine
1: all from lightning strikes
0: imagine just being fucking helped up by your friends right because you just got struck by lightning and your friends are like what was his name roy Mm-hmm. Roy get up So they're helping Roy up Roy's like Where the... Carl where's my toenail <laughs> Roy don't worry about it No I need to go back <laughs> Buddy just be happy You survived um, He did die in
1: 1983
0: Okay um, I was like if he's still alive He's the Flash
1: Apparently they felt This was necessary to mention On the Guinness World Records website But it was by suicide Reportedly because he was Rejected in love
0: because he was the Flash. Apparently. Speaking of, I have a question. Yeah. It's a bit of a sidetrack. If you're going to have sex with a dude and he pulls his pants off and he has the Flash underwear, would that, that turn would you off? That would be so hot. Okay. I
1: would hopefully be like, it's yes. not a.
0: Hopefully it's not a premonition of what's to come.
1: Maybe no, it is. No
0: pun intended.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um. Did you know that people make balloon dogs behind their back?
0: Behind the okay, mm-hmm. no, I didn't. But and did that's you know cool. that someone
1: can do it really fast?
0: Yeah, I, I bet they could. okay.
1: Well, with his heart, with his arms behind his back, Danielle Botolico from Italy. He's from,
0: I was about to say he's Italian,
1: aka Mago that's not Latin. <laughs> <laughs> say, it, say, it, say it,
0: say it, say it, uh, say it enticing though. Say it, say it sexier.
1: There's no way. I have no, no let there's... me see it.
0: I'm about to do it. It says. There's a lot here. Mago Ciccio?
1: You can't say it either. Mago Ciccio. Um, he made a balloon poodle.
0: Okay. I was like,
1: using a single balloon in to... 4.54 seconds.
0: I thought you were about to say a balloon poo. I was like, I can do that. You just blow the shit and up. And that
1: was in Casano del Merge, Bari, Italy on November 10th, 2007. Ready to move on? Yeah,
0: sorry, I was eating. Do you want to know about the
1: oldest stripper? (laughs) The oldest Mm, male stripper?
0: No fucking way. All right,
1: homie's name is Bernie Barker.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) He was
1: born July 31st, 1940. Mm -hmm. And he began his career in 2000 at the age of 60 as a way to get in shape after recovering from prostate cancer.
0: No way.
1: Since he left his previous job uh, selling real estate, he won over 40 contests. And he died in 2007 at the age of 66 years.
0: Jesus, man. Good for him. Especially with prostate cancer. Right. Being a stripper, most, a lot of people, people are closer to your prostate when you're a stripper.
1: Fair. Fair. Okay, last one. I'm trying not to talk with food in my mouth. All right, now. Last one is the largest video game collection.
0: This is this one I'm probably feel like is going to be the most believable one.
1: Okay, this guy's name is Antonio Romero Montero. He's from Richmond, Texas. Wow. And he achieved the largest collection of video games in December 19th, 2021. He's been collecting video games for 35 years since he was seven. And once he realized his collection grew considerably, He took it as a personal challenge to try and achieve the Guinness World Record title. The collection been kept under wraps for years, but after receiving his first GWR title, whatever the fuck that means, Antonio has been contacted and touched by many people who share his passion for video games. And these... Oh, GWR probably means Guinness World Record. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking idiot.
0: I mean, I thought about it, but I wasn't going to say anything.
1: Okay. Well, I figured it out. It's fine. I'm proud of you, Megan. They also... Inspired him to set a new title with with the Guinness World Records. The main challenge um, in the preparations for planning to re-alphabetize all the system collections. And it took him approximately three months to have everything alphabetized. With the new record, Antonio looks forward to sharing and continuing to inspire video games. Would you like to know... How many items he has in his collection? I
0: would like to know. He that. has
1: twenty-four thousand two hundred and sixty-eight items in his video game collection. That's
0: not near as bad as I was expecting it to be. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, I thought we were going to be like hundreds of thousands. But um, then I like started thinking about it, and I was like, I don't, I don't really play video games. I'm not like I'm thinking about it. Like I don't really know how many video games have been released.
1: Because oh cause... I'm sure, it's hundreds of thousands. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go as far as maybe a million.
0: But not different ones, right? Just because I'm thinking like console-wise, if you're just like buying video game cases, right? Like Sly Cooper or Mm -hmm. Sims or whatever it was, like console video game. I don't think Sims was a console game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know because console games haven't been around like super long right so i don't even know if there have Mm -hmm. been hundreds of thousands of games released
1: oh surely because there's also like indie games you know like privately okay
0: that's fair oh okay Yeah. yeah yeah that's fair
1: and i mean i guess you probably wouldn't count it if it's like the same game but it's available on different platforms right like
0: that tells you how much i know about video games and fucking nothing
1: but like you know what i mean
0: yeah no i got you okay well that's it all right now are you ready to hear my topics yeah let's do it all right let's fucking go Yo, it's your friendly neighborhood, Skyler, man, and Megan. Hi. Hi. Sorry to interrupt ourselves, but since you're here and you're listening, we appreciate you. Also, while you're here, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. And since you're leaving us a five-star review,
1: go ahead and also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at WTFT Podcast. You could also find us on Facebook at What the French Toast Podcast, or you can shoot us an email, wtftpod at gmail.com. We also would love to hear your opinions, so leave us a voice message. There's a link in our show notes.
0: All right, Megan, Skyler, back to you.
1: (laughs) Okay, go ahead and get started so I can eat my damn sandwich. All
0: right now, Megan. So here's my my topic, right? A couple episodes ago, I think it was like episode 15, Mm -hmm. I was talking about something. And it was, I'm not exactly sure what it was, <laughs> but I had said, Oh yeah, it was like a weird law in Florida. It was last, it was last podcast mm-hmm. episode 16. And it was a trivia question. And it was like, what's this law? And it was like, you can't eat cornflakes. And then I was like, Florida. So that or it was Ohio. So that got me thinking. And these are the weirdest laws in the United States.
1: Fuck Yeah. I love these. All
0: right. Now. So number one in Florida, no, I'm just going to say, Picture this, Megan. Close your eyes for me, real quick. Okay. Imagine that it's a sunny day. You're on a Florida beach. Bye. You're with your best friends in the world. Uh-huh. you're eating the sandwich that just made the god-awfulest noise i've ever heard in my life there's kids running around people building sand castles your friends come out they bring like one of those little portable speakers and they start playing your favorite song
1: okay but does there mm. have to be kids because that sounds kind of miserable kids are
0: gone your friends okay. come out they start playing men are trash by scotty sire right there on the beach okay okay you start to sing along
1: mm-hmm.
0: well now you're a criminal <laughs> because in florida it's illegal to sing in your swimsuit
1: in the whole state?
0: In the whole state. It's how actually they... legal in Florida to sing in your swimsuit. And there's also a law against singing along to the radio while walking by yourself. So I guess a good rule of thumb is when in doubt, when you're in Florida, just don't sing in public.
1: Okay. But then how do they do, like, Miami spring breaks and shit? Like, don't the performers probably wear Dude, swimsuits?
0: I'm pretty certain, right? Like... They don't Do they... enforce the law. Okay.
1: because I, I, feel I
0: like... wouldn't imagine that can they enforce imagine? these laws.
1: Can you imagine like going in for a job interview and you have to check? Yes, I have a like a Class A misdemeanor, <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, can you tell us a little bit more about this because it's not a disqualifier, but it plays a part in it because you know, like, we're not going to hire you at a bank if it's for fraud, right? Right. And I'm like, well, um,
0: they turned on
1: Shania Twain at the beach.
0: I got way too into it. A cop came. And
1: man, I felt like a woman, you know?
0: I'm saying. Literally all I said, a cop was like, put your hands behind your back. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you can say will be used to get in the corner. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Your friends are like, told you not to do it. Damn it, Rebecca. You fucked up. We told you not to. Like, we don't know what else to do. (laughs)
1: No, it'd be horrible.
0: God, it would be. <laughs> you imagine? So yeah, I was singing on the beach. Say less, Kathy, you're hired. We got you. <laughs> do you plan on doing a repeat? Do you plan on being a repeat offender? You're a lifeguard. It's a lifeguard interview. They're like, but do you sing, though?
1: No? <laughs> um, We don't allow singers.
0: <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> I would like to preface this by saying, I'm pretty sure a lot of these laws, they ca- they just don't enforce. But anyway, number two. In Arizona, you cannot have a donkey sleeping in your bathtub after seven PM.
1: Well that just seems reasonable to me. <laughs>
0: this, is oddly, this is oddly specific law. Uh I mean who was, wants
1: to come in like it's two AM, you just woke up from and you got a pee. Donkey
0: Out no. I tried to do my best Shrek impression. Okay, was work pretty, out. It was pretty good. Was it? Let's
1: Better cut. than what I would have done. Donkey.
0: No, that was Now I feel stupid. No,
1: that was better. All
0: right, now. This oddly specific law was passed in 1924 after an Arizonian merchant's bathtub. 1924? 1924. Okay. After an Arizonian merchant's bathtub was washed down into a valley when a dam broke.
1: Because there was a donkey
0: in it? (laughs) He put the donkey in his bathtub. The dam broke. (laughs) The the water came in flooded the house. His donkey was still in the bathtub. Um oh. It sounds like a disaster, but the biggest problem is that again, his donkey was asleep in the bathtub, and hundreds of people were involved in saving this donkey. So then, after that, a law was signed in action to prevent endangering future bathtub sleeping donkeys to save everyone a bunch of time and effort.
1: How many donkeys? I don't know. Sleep in bathtubs.
0: <laughs> apparently in Arizona, a good bit.
1: Like, is that a thing? If you own a donkey, can you let me know? Can
0: you comment on this and ask us, like, tell us, yo, is it common for people in Arizona or just people? Is it common to put your donkey in your bathtub? Yeah.
1: If you own a donkey, do you put your donkey in a bathtub? I I imagine
0: it's like a garage type situation. Like if you get a Tesla, you're putting that shit in the garage. Like if you get a really nice donkey, you put it in the bathtub so nobody can steal it.
1: I guess so. (laughs) I don't know. I've never had a donkey before.
0: In California, this one's fucking wild. In California, it's illegal to eat an orange while you're in the bathtub.
1: I want to point out that if I'm in the bathtub, I'm in the bathtub, not my
0: donkey.
1: (laughs) If I'm in the bathtub, I'm doing whatever the The fuck fuck I want. want. If that's eating an orange, which seems weird to me anyways, I don't know why you would want to eat an orange in the bathtub, but I guess if you were going to, you
0: you might as well do it
1: in the bathtub where... Cause like it kind of gets messy sometimes eating oranges, you know?
0: No, I'll tell you why this is a law, but first imagine this you're in your bathtub. It's completely quiet. You're relaxing. You're having a good time. Mm -hmm. You pick up an orange, you hear footsteps. You're like, you peel the orange footsteps, get a little closer. (laughs) You take a bite. Police open up. (laughs) You're like, fuck, where'd you come from, man? We were outside. We've been watching you from the store. We knew what you were doing.
1: Come back with more.
0: I would also like to know if there's a list of acceptable foods to eat while you're in the bathtub, but uh, apparently, eating. Apparently,
1: an... it's not citrus. <laughs>
0: apparently, it's not citrus. And here's why. Apparently, eating an orange in the bathtub was outlawed because it was thought that the citric acid would react to the natural oils in the bath and cause an explosion.
1: What year was that?
0: It was a long time ago. I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: obviously, because they were idiots.
0: We've obviously learned a lot about laws since then, but technically, that law still does exist today. But, like, obviously, again, how are they going to fucking enforce that? Could you imagine you walk into the police station? And you're like, I'd like to turn myself in. Ma'am, what'd you do? Fucking eat an orange in the bathtub. You're like, ma'am.
1: And it wasn't even that good.
0: But this wasn't even, it was a cutie.
1: I couldn't even rinse off because the water was all sticky.
0: Then my house exploded. Fucking donkey somewhere out there right now. I don't even know where.
1: But don't worry, you can't arrest me for the donkey offense because it was only 6.30. It was 6.35,
0: I don't even... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, ma'am. Put your hands behind your back. You have the right to remain silent. All right, number four in Maine. It's illegal to bite your landlord.
1: Uh, I think that's everywhere, but okay. I
0: guess, like, we've all had annoying landlords. But in Maine, apparently, no matter how much you can't stand your landlord, you just can't bite them. Apparently, you can buy anyone else, just not your landlord. Okay. Number five in Kansas, it's illegal to throw knives at men in striped suits. I'm not sure how this came into law, but women in striped suits are not off limits, and neither apparently is anyone else. Well, you just can't throw knives at men in striped suits.
1: Well, that seems silly because he is wearing a striped suit, and that sounds like a poor fashion choice you know, to
0: me. I have a couple of suspicions, though, if, as to why this law. Um, as, as As somebody from Missouri, the better side of the state... The better side of that line, I have a couple of suspicions.
1: okay
0: as as like we do in Missouri, we like our barbecue.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: think that it's probably because the men in striped suits were carrying the barbecue. You can't throw knives at them they have they have the goods.
1: So do is that like a thing that people who care like you must don your barbecue carrying outfit and it's a suit made of stripes?
0: It's never been I've never heard of it, but in Kansas they're fucking weird. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're from Kansas, we're better in Missouri. I'm telling you right now that was a joke. By the way, we know you know we have a few. Don't take it so personally, or they're in the mafia. It was one of the two. Number six in Alaska. This is this is probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I just read it in Alaska. It's illegal to push a moose out of a moving airplane.
1: Um, that seems logical to me. First of all, how'd you get the moose in the airplane? First
0: of all, how did this end up becoming a law? Second of all, yes, I have du- you seen animal a moose? Abuse. Were there just like a surge of people pushing moose? Like, is there just like a surge of people eating moose out of airplanes? Like, what the fuck?
1: Is it moose? Is moose plural, or is it meese, like like geese?
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) moose What if the plane isn't moving?
1: Well, then it's not in the air. Was
0: it common to get hit by a falling moose? Like, I have to speak to somebody about this.
1: (laughs) I just want to know how they got the moose in the airplane.
0: That's a good question. If there's a person out there just wrangling up moose and putting in the airplanes to push them out, moose are fucking huge. If somebody's doing that, they should be illegal. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I can understand. Moose are like,
0: aggressive, too. Like, Bro,
1: you make it all the way up 15,000 feet into the air, and then you're like, shit, there's a moose on the plane. God
0: damn it, where'd he come from?
1: I'm tired of all these motherfucking t- mooses on t- these motherfucking t- the plane. planes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you miss it? You're on your private jet, and you look over, and a moose is like, hey, what are you guys doing? You're like, fuck, get him out of here. Because here's the thing. How, how high is the plane up?
1: The only way... You would miss it as if you were on like a Air Force cargo plane. You know what I'm saying?
0: But at that point, you can't even open the door.
1: Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I'm thinking like a little private, like little Cessna, you know? Little small, tiny thing. And this isn't even going to fit on there.
0: That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's some weird shit to this. I got to speak to somebody about it.
1: Alaskans.
0: Alaskans. Make this make sense. <laughs> Number seven, in Georgia, it's illegal to tie a giraffe to a telephone pole. Did I say a giraffe? It's illegal to tie a giraffe to a telephone pole or a street lamp. I have a question. Hmm.
1: They're in Georgia. Where did they get a giraffe from?
0: That's a good point. Who in Georgia out there is hiding their fucking pet giraffe right now? Could you imagine going to Kroger and you just like see a fucking giraffe tied to a telephone pole and you're like, Carl's out today. Look at him go.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I say we
0: bring it back. I want to go to Georgia right now. Be scootering down the road.
1: Who's taking their giraffes on walks?
0: see a giraffe on a on a telephone pole, like a fucking zoo all the time. I'm going to pet it. That'd be kind of fun. It would be kind of fun. I said we'd bring the law back.
1: Are, giraffe- oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Are giraffes aggressive?
0: I don't think so. I've never personally been bit by a giraffe, but to be fair, I've only ever seen giraffes at zoos. Me and Sam fed a giraffe when we went to Colorado.
1: I fed giraffes multiple times at yeah, the zoo.
0: Sam and I fucking, I pet its tooth because I was about to pet its mouth and then it opened it and I touched its tooth. Got a little nervous. Same has that video. Anyway, number eight. New Jersey, it's illegal to purchase ice cream after 6 p.m.
1: That is just, that itself, that law is a crime.
0: It gets worse because this is a real thing. If you have a doctor's note, it's acceptable.
1: Well, how? Because if if it's illegal, then I feel like the ice cream shops just close at 6.
0: They're open until 7 or 8. Some of them are open until 9 or 10. I looked it up. Number nine, in Georgia, it's illegal to eat fried chicken with anything else but your hands. This is one of those laws that they fuck around with. For example, in 2009, a lady was arrested, arrested in air quotes, for trying to eat a fried chicken with a fork and a knife and was forced to sit there and finish well, that with was her just, hands.
1: that was just un-American. So. Until the
0: last piece of chicken was consumed. They they do enforce this law, but only as like a fucking joke.
1: Like pick on someone mm-hmm. from, from the Midwest. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Like, what the hell are you doing?
1: You obviously don't know what the fuck you're doing. Clearly, you've you're never not eaten even fried chicken before. Bless your heart, ma'am.
0: Bless your heart.
1: You do not eat fried chicken that way.
0: <laughs> you just don't do it. Number 10 in Alabama. This is a good around... This is just a good... This is just a good idea in general.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But in Alabama, it's illegal to drive while blindfolded.
1: <laughs> um. Obviously.
0: I mean, I'm glad this law exists, but does it really need to exist?
1: I mean, I feel like... Common sense says duh, but you said Alabama. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. I feel like this was just a product of some dumbass that sat down one day and, like, looked at the laws in Alabama and said, well, you know, it doesn't say not to. Carl, broom in the blindfold. We're fucking shit up today.
1: And then the judicial system took 15 years to make it a law instead of making something else a law that was, like, you know, more reasonable.
0: It wasn't even a dam that fucking broke that dude's house, it was the guy in the blindfold. <laughs> I mean, it's not illegal. Like, could you imagine trying to prosecute the guy that just drove down the road in a blindfold? Yeah, I mean, we can't prosecute him, but bring me the law book. We're about to pencil it in.
1: Yeah, we're going to start the process. We're
0: starting it now.
1: We got to get the state to vote on it. The, c- yeah. the city to vote on it. Everybody got to vote on it.
0: In the meantime, we make a commercial. We ask that you don't drive down the road in a blindfold. I like how my voice changed a while ago and it hasn't come back.
1: We since. can't let you drive down the road with a blindfold, but we'll still let you fuck your cousins.
0: All right now, just <laughs> don't tell us.
1: Is that illegal?
0: I don't know, dude.
1: I know. I feel like it I is. don't
0: even know why Alabama gets made fun of for that.
1: I feel. I feel like I might have offended some of the Alabamans out no, there. No, if
0: you're in Alabama and you fuck your cousins, can you please just tell us why? Like, in,
1: in anywhere,
0: make it make sense. Because I've a, never looked at my cousins and been like, "All right now."
1: Nah. Even my cousins that are like my step cousins, like I'm just like, No. Nah. You're my cousin. That's like
0: a thing with family though, right? Like I look at family and I'm like, dude, because I, I, I've gone places with my cousins before and I've had people be like, damn, your cousin's hot. And I'm like, really? Because she's kind of a bitch. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's so Sam and I, for her birthday this weekend, went and got tattoos. Mm-hmm. I got, we did the get what you get random tattoos, right? And this specific shop, I might've mentioned this on a previous episode around my birthday, but basically they have a board on the wall. You shoot it with a Nerf gun, wherever the dart lands, you get the tattoo that it lands on. Hmm. Well, I landed on one that I wanted last time we went there but did not get. Mm -hmm. And so I got it. And as we're finishing up, Sam finished before me. As we're finishing up, she was like, that is so on brand. And I was like, why is it on brand? She was like, well, Megan, it says dumb bitch juice and you're the biggest bitch I've ever met. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm that mean. But then, you know, after he wipes it down and he's like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, I love it. It's so great. And then he was like, well, would you tell me if it wasn't? And I was like, well, yeah. I would tell you if it was horrible.
0: And there you go. <laughs> dumb bitch And then it, juice. Came,
1: it came in. But that doesn't make me a dumb bitch. That just makes me a bitch.
0: I don't know. That is the most Sam thing I've ever heard. You tell me about Sam. Yeah. She does say some shit like that.
1: Random story. Random fact for you. I now have a, a tattoo on my leg that is a juice box that says, Dumb bitch juice. That's awesome. One day when it's healed, I'll post a picture somewhere.
0: I, uh... I'm proud of you, Megan. That is it, though. Those are my topics.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. Those were funny.
0: No, Megan. Thank you for listening. Anyway, yeah, moving right on along here.
1: Moving along. We don't have a lot of time here. It's almost my bedtime.
0: No, Megan, it's past your bedtime.
1: If I try hard enough, I might be able to get an episode of Shark Tank in before I (laughs) try. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Skylar gave me this topic today, and... To be honest, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know how to make this funny.
0: I don't think you're supposed to make it Would you like me to say it?
1: No. The topic is company feuds. And he got the idea from this when we were talking about the company failures, I believe, whatever episode that was.
0: I did. I did construct this entire podcast topic like I was going to be the one saying it, which doesn't do anything for you because we are very different in styles.
1: Yeah, I tried to mess with it a little bit. Yeah. So... It was this, though, or I wouldn't have any research, so we, we had to work together to make it sound better. So, got some some for you. It's not going to be as interesting for you because you already know these.
0: Yeah, I forgot a lot. I've been through a lot today.
1: Um, but number one, Pepsi versus Coke. You
0: had to bring it up because you brought this up on failed product launches, and this is a backstory to the failed product launch. I mean,
1: everyone's always like, are you a Coke person or are you a Pepsi person? I've
0: never been asked that in my life. I'm
1: a neither person because I like Dr. Pepper. All right, now. Um, but if I had to choose, it doesn't fucking matter. They taste the same to me.
0: Okay. See, I, I've said this, they all taste the same to me.
1: Okay. Well, that okay. That's not true. In a can, they taste the same from the fountain. I can tell kind of a difference. Okay. Um, so, you know, apparently it's a, a, a question that everybody asks, you know, like on your dating profile, it's like Coke or Pepsi, Pepsi, duh. You know, like it's a thing. Um I don't date. But like you said, this is the backstory to this feud and the reason that Coca Cola and Pepsi made like the new Coca-Cola and the Pepsi Ultra and like all these different things that they've made to compete with each other. And it's also the same reason why Pepsi and Coca Cola are not like served to the same places. Right. Uh you called it the Cola Wars. I Is yeah. that a thing?
0: It was just just it was a backstory, but well, that's what it was called. It was actually, yeah, that was a thing. Like, that's what it was called, the Cola call War. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, back in the 80s, two pharmacists made some sugar drinks, and they hit the market, and they'd hash it out with campaigns like the Pepsi Challenge, which was a blind taste test. And, of course, Pepsi won. Basically, a bunch of people were blindfolded and given Pepsi and Coke at, a ran- at random on a national television, and more people said that Pepsi tasted better. I can't agree or disagree with that one, but... Coke is very acidic to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: But then Coke came out with this product, New Coke,
0: which everybody hated.
1: Which everybody hated, yeah. and we talked about that on a previous episode. I can't remember. Which they, one.
0: I want like, it was. I want to say it was episode.
1: I feel like it was. I, I can easily find it.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was episode fifteen. On it was definitely episode fifteen on failed product launches because you and dude with big arms were still doing things.
1: No, we weren't. On failed um, product launches. It was episode thirteen. Okay uh episode 13 we talked about new coke and the product failing and how much it costs them um currently as far as who's winning this cola war uh coca-cola makes 43 billion per year and pepsi makes 86.3 billion per year so i think it's pretty safe to say that dude,
0: coca-cola wins it dude.
1: no pepsi. no pepsi wins it pepsi it, dude. Yeah. is kind of Overloading the market
0: by a lot, too. despite
1: the fact that they just changed the. I think that it was them that just changed Sierra Miss. Starry now.
0: Starry, yeah.
1: I think that was them. I think they're the ones. That's with gotta control. be the
0: dumbest name I've ever fucking heard in my life.
1: I don't get it. It's supposed to admit, it's supposed to appeal to millennials Starry. and Gen Z and like be more.
0: I just feel like it was marketed to kids.
1: And I feel like when I go to the restaurant or when I go to the gas, like the drive-through, and I'm like, "Yeah, can I get a Sierra Miss? And then they're like, oh, we only have Starry. It's the same fucking thing. It
0: literally is the same thing. They do thing.
1: taste a little different. Starry is like more lemony. Really? Yeah. They did change the formula. But you know what the fuck I meant when I said Sierra Miss.
0: We only have Starry. Right, get your ass back in the kitchen. It's
1: the same thing you would do. Like if I asked fart. you for Sprite and you don't have Sprite, but you have Sierra Mist, just give me Sierra Miss. They're, the right. they're literally the same thing. Right. Or if you don't have either of those and you only have 7up, well then give me that bitch. You know it's the same. Right. Like, the clear, fizzy liquid with no caffeine that tastes like lemon and lime.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, what about the feud between Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks? Well, Starbucks started in Seattle. Dunkin' Donuts opened its, one of its first California locations, and loyal fans camped out over the weekend in, in the anticipation for the store to open. Together, Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks control 60%. Of the nation's coffee market. Starbucks has about 36%, and Dunkin' has about 24%. These two companies coexisted peacefully during Starbucks's early growth. And with the Boston based Dunkin' franchises, it focused on the baked goods, and the Seattle based Starbucks focused on teaching Americans how to say macchiato. Macchiato. Yeah.
0: Listen, here's my thing, right? I've when I lived in Colorado, mm-hmm. I had a Dunkin' Donuts right down. Like, literally, here's my apartment complex. Dunkin' Donuts.
1: I've never been to Dunkin' Donuts oh my God, in my man. life.
0: I, dude, my honest opinion.
1: They weren't really a thing out here in Texas until Fucking recently.
0: Way better than Starbucks.
1: I don't I don't go to Starbucks either, but at least I can say I've been yeah. there.
0: Like, Starbucks has better coffee and drinks. Dunkin' Donuts, it's just a great combination. Like, you're going to go... Dude, when I was a flight attendant, mm-hmm. there were, like, every... Because there are some times I'd have to catch red eyes. And the only thing open in the airport was a Dunkin' Donuts. And there's nothing like a fucking coffee and a fucking donut at 4.30 in the morning when you've just fly flown for six hours and you have to do three more.
1: Yeah, I'm just not a coffee person, like, at all. So I'd
0: Stay awake somehow.
1: It, it just missed the mark for me. Like, it's not that I've never drank coffee. It's not that I don't like it. It just doesn't, like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, I want a cup of coffee. You I know think I lying? like.
0: Yeah. I think I like Dunkin' Donuts more because Dunkin' Donuts has been there for me when I needed them the most.
1: Fair. Starbucks does have weird hours. They do. Yeah. Okay. 2003, Dunkin' started introducing coffee, specifically latt- lattes and ca- cappuccinos, and tried to set themselves apart from Starbucks and other, you mm-hmm. know, coffee retailers with funny commercials and marketing. Right. This stands in contrast to Starbucks, which is pretty serious. And earlier this year, they introduced a hashtag race together campaign in the hopes of encouraging customers and baristas to talk about issues of race, like color, which which
0: I feel like is a fucking disaster waiting to happen. I'm sorry,
1: but if (laughs) if my barista was like, ma'am, how does it feel to be white? I'd be like. Ma'am, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like, give me my goddamn coffee and shut the fuck up. Could you
0: imagine, like, they're pouring your chai and they're like, so Black Power, huh? If you don't shut your white ass up, get the fuck out of like, here. The
1: fuck? I'm not saying that this isn't a topic that should be communicated about. It absolutely is. However, if I'm coming in for a fucking coffee, it's- I want that coffee. And if you talk to me about anything other than that coffee, I'm going <laughs> to slay that. your throat. Like, <laughs>
0: well, Megan, hold up. We don't encourage violence on this podcast.
1: Like, I, I don't. I like caffeine. It may not like coffee, but I like caffeine. And shit gets real when you need your caffeine and nobody's giving it to there, you. slip
0: there, that'd be a dumb bitch thing to do.
1: Local basic white girl. Kills Local all the Starbucks baristas.
0: Recent dumb bitch juice.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, of course, people on social media made fun of them for this uh, campaign. Because why would... That's not a thing, like... Is right. it a conversation that needs right. to be had? Absolutely, Absolutely
0: not. Wait, not in a, well, but, yes, like, but not in a Starbucks. the conversation
1: as a whole needs to be had. However, not between baristas and customers in a Starbucks. Right. Give me my coffee and let me go. Right. You know? Um. But apparently, Starbucks had a sense of humor once upon a time, and in 2004, it triumphed with a TV spot featuring the band Survivor. All right, now. Marketing aside, Starbucks may have the last laugh because last year it turned it earned nine nine point six billion in gross profit versus Dunkin' earned six hundred and thirteen million. But for both of them, sales are just only going up; they're not going right. down. Absolutely, and they never will. Um, I I'm curious how like Dutch Bros, Scooters, Tim Hortons, like how that all plays into this you know, coffee, you know, Dutch bros is
0: Dutch bros in my opinion, right? Like Dutch bro. Like, so that's why it was like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Like whenever I was researching this earlier and I saw that that comparison, it kind of threw me because I guarantee you I would classify Dunkin' Donuts in their own little category. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts are like even competing for each other.
1: That's the thing for me is I know that Dunkin' sells coffee, right? But I don't, like, I'm thinking Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme versus each other. That Absolutely. makes
0: sense. 110%. Because like, Dutch Bros and Starbucks, they do the same shit. Yeah. They're both the most sugared up coffees you can ask for. And mm-hmm. in that case, 110%, 9 out of 10 times, 9.5 out of 10 times, Dutch Bros fuck Starbucks up. Yeah. Dutch Bros fuck Starbucks up. But they're so new ish like they're so new to the guy like they're just now getting popular Mm -hmm. but they haven't like been around long enough to create that competition dude i'd say in like another decade dude it's gonna be starbucks and dutch bros and then yeah it's donut because
1: i definitely think it'll be scooters versus dutch bros you think because both of them have those kind of like small just drive up get your coffee go Like, it's not really a store that you go into and can, like, hang out in the coffee shop.
0: And they have consistent hours, which is where Starbucks fucks up. Because Starbucks, this is the problem with Starbucks. Starbucks has the dumbest people working for them. And if you work for Starbucks, I'm not referring to you. Okay? But what I am saying is, is there have been multiple times where I have, like, walked into a Starbucks at, like, 5 p.m. when it says they close at 8. Mm -hmm. And the store has been closed. Why? Because these fucking employees just decided they were the only one working and they didn't want to do it. So they closed the store and went home.
1: Well, that's a work ethic, not necessarily a Starbucks
0: problem. No, that's what I mean, right? Like, you don't see that shit with the But it is
1: is inconsistent. Right. For sure inconsistent. You never know when they're going to open or close. Right. And especially the one over here by the house is like,
0: Oh, first, oh, it's the worst. Yeah,
1: you never know. You try to go up there and they're fucking closed at 2 p.m. on a Saturday, and it's like.
0: The most consistent Starbucks are the gas station Starbucks, which suck because those are the ones where you actually have to remove yourself from your vehicle to walk inside the fucking gas station to order the gas darn coffee. Did you hear myself running out of breath while I was trying to say that sentence? Uh,
1: Here's another one that I would have. Pretty much no in, like, input on. Is this the
0: Ford and Chevy? No. Right.
1: Um, Axe versus Old Spice.
0: Oh, I th- this one I thought was interesting.
1: For me, I feel like Axe would win this one. But that's because Axe was like a thing when I was in middle school and even girls used it.
0: Axe did win this one.
1: You know, um, as far as...
0: Spoiler alert. <laughs> apparently. All right now.
1: <laughs> um, but I don't... I don't think either of them smell that great.
0: Oh, I would agree with you. Like, I don't use either.
1: Like I do like some of that chocolate temptation axe, you know I'm talking about. I don't Oh, that's
0: the worst one for me. That's my
1: favorite one. I fucking hate that. But that's because it came out when I was in middle school and it was the cool thing to have. All you know. the boys
0: were wearing it. No, all
1: the girls were wearing it. All the girls
0: were wearing it. <laughs> because it
1: was kinda of like a more feminine smell than like okay. what is what is I don't can't think of one. I do like,
0: I really don't know. You
1: know. I don't know I, but when I think of both of those I just think of middle school locker rooms you know but apparently
0: we did that a lot I will say we did when I was in football and and like I did all, pretty much I was in a lot of sports whenever I was in high school um and we would buy like that spray on axe mm-hmm. just because like you get done after practice and you're tired of smelling yourself
1: and it's just strong
0: so it is right and this is like back in high school where like yes there are showers but let's be honest fucking shitty high school showers didn't work 95 well, it's also not time. like
1: they gave you time to use those that's showers.
0: true you had to be in class in like five minutes you yeah. had early morning like you had to like you had the fucking early morning workout you had two days yeah. and you're just like fucking yeah so you you go in you work out like two hours before school starts you're all sweating you just have to sit there the entire day so you spray yourself with some ax because now that now you don't have time to go change yeah so that's why we used it but i hated the smell of them
1: i mean i can speak that the old spice guy It's pretty cool with his horse, which is a white stallion. And um, apparently in 2010, Axe made a billboard that said, for men who'd rather be with a woman than on a horse. That's funny. And that to me is hilarious.
0: That's fucking awesome.
1: I love it when companies like make funny signs at each other.
0: The last one's going to be fucking hilarious to you then. Um,
1: But that started a feud.
0: It did start a feud.
1: It did start a feud between them. Um, I'd be
0: pissed if I was Old Spice.
1: How do you come back from that? You don't. You know, like you don't what, come back from that. What are you gonna say? Like, what kind of pun or what kind of like insult can you give them? Because they don't have that same like anything marketing say, strategy.
0: Anything you say at that point is just gonna be weird.
1: Uh, either way, touche. Old Spice pulls in five hundred and sixty-four million per year mm-hmm. in annual sales, but Axe pulls in one billion in annual sales. Which is weird oh. to me because Old Spice is cheaper. So you'd think it would be more like people would buy that more.
0: Do you know? Like, you've seen, I mean, we live together. And to at be this honest, point. I've
1: also never seen an Axe commercial, but so, I've I mean, definitely I... seen Old Spice commercials.
0: Right. But I, like, as you know, like, I don't buy any of their shit. But I feel as though, does Axe have. Like, Old Spice, I feel like their biggest market is deodorants and, like, body wash and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Axe's biggest market is the body sprays and deodorants. Yeah. So, is it really, like... Because I think Axe does have, like, shower gel and stuff, but I I'm don't I'm sure think they it's, do. I don't think it... That's so weird. I'd have to look into that more.
1: Well, but, it also probably doesn't help that Old Spice sells three-in-one, so...
0: Golly. We've talked about this, too. I episode mean, one.
1: Major red flag for me
0: goes over to his house and he's got three in one
1: hard pass for me. all right now uh cheetos versus doritos yes you know you're going down the snack aisle you're getting your bag of chips what's your go to because you're a doritos guy i'm a doritos guy but i'm a cheetos girl
0: i know i just saw you eat cheetos yeah. I, I don't mind cheetos but i definitely am a doritos guy
1: and i like doritos but that's not gonna be like if i want like a, a bag of chips i'm going hot cheetos all the way right all the way
0: i mean dude for sure because because we'll I think like the cheetos brand whoever that is just like they have better options than doritos like the flaming hot funyuns are the fucking best things in the are world are those cheetos brands yeah, well they have to be because flaming hot is cheetos so in order for flaming hot to be transferred okay, to fair. funyuns i would assume it has to be the same company sure. doritos isn't out here with flaming hot cheetos
1: is, well i think cheetos is a lays brand
0: so then Lay's brand. brand. so then yeah we're good
1: so but yeah cheetos i i don't know because. Can I get down with the Cool Ranch Dorito? Isn't Absolutely. Doritos like
0: Sabria or something? I don't know. I'm talking about shit. I have no idea what I'm talking about now. I don't
1: know, but either way, like I feel like Doritos has Nacho Cheese and Cool Ranch.
0: They have, but they have a lot. I know that
1: they've like changed it up and they've come out with like Flamin' Nacho Cheese and like Salsa these... Verde and like different stuff throughout the years.
0: Dorito, yeah, that's a good point because Doritos really only ever hit on two flavors.
1: But Cheetos has. Regular cheddar cheese, like regular cheddar, che- you know, Cheetos, hot Cheetos, extra hot Cheetos, mm-hmm. and Cheetos jalapeno puffs. cheese, and they have Cheeto Puffs of all the flavors,
0: puff corn things,
1: and they have the puff corn, and they have the popcorn.
0: Cheetos is and fucking it up.
1: Cheetos has macaroni and cheese flavor, like flaming hot macaroni and cheese, and Dude, cheese.
0: They? Oh, they do. Oh, those mm-hmm. are fucking good too. I used to eat those a lot on the go when I was a flight attendant. I used to just like. Put those, put some hot water in them, let them sit, because that's really all you can eat—fucking cups and noodles and macaroni and cheese and stuff on the plane.
1: Yeah, and then people—I mean, you don't see people really like crushing up Doritos and crushing them in like mozzarella sticks. What? Not to say it's not possible.
0: Taco Bell has the Doritos Locos Tacos, which was their best invention. That's true. Those things are so good. I literally just had some with Sam.
1: I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's similar to that, like Coke or Pepsi, you know? Like, are you a Doritos person or are you a Cheetos person? Yeah. Um, apparently. Because they're not the
0: same thing. One's a chip and one's, I guess it's a chip, but it's like a French fry chip.
1: Uh, yeah, it's I guess that's thing. true. Like, easier to snack on, I guess, for the, like, Cheetos versus, like, Doritos. But both of them leave, like, residue on your fingers.
0: Oh, for sure. I think.
1: It's an experience. It is weird. I, I don't know. Um, apparently there was a diss track in 2019 (laughs) that came for a rapper and it all went down during the Super Bowl. As the game went to a commercial break, fans are met by Chester Cheetah. He's the Cheetos mascot, if you don't know, and he's pretty cool looking in my opinion. And he began to weigh in on Doritos drop, the Flamin' Hot Nachos, which is endorsed by Chance the Rapper. And the quote that started the feud from Chester Cheetah is, you got celebs and a remix song, but like a bag of Cheetos, you won't last long.
0: Is that sad? Oh, shit. I just got it. Because you like. Because like we're about to fucking sue you for taking the flaming hot name.
1: No, I think it means like you eat your bag of chips so fast, it's not going to last very long. Like what's one of the chips has that like slogan, you can't have just one. You know?
0: Well, no, on the Cheetos side, that makes sense. I'm referring to, like, on the Doritos side, you won't last long. What does that mean? Like, the flavor won't last long?
1: Yeah. Like, like that's not going to last forever.
0: Yeah, people are going to f- be pissed about that.
1: Um, as far as who pulls in the most money...
0: It's definitely che This is not a shock.
1: Um, Doritos pulls in $3 billion in annual sales, but Cheetos only pulls in $1 billion.
0: Yeah, I didn't think that was a shock. That didn't surprise me at all.
1: So, I guess they started the fight... But they haven't been able to finish it.
0: Doritos fucking won.
1: Um, here's another one: Nike versus Adidas. This is a
0: good one because um, I, I personally, this was, this was, this one and the last one were my favorite topic to write about. I personally am an Adidas guy.
1: Uh, I wear Nike. Mm, that's a, that's a lie. I, I don't. My shoes are Skechers.
0: Light up, light up.
1: Anyway. Like, I I'm not a Nike person, or I say that, but I have an Adidas gym bag. But I got it at Walmart, so it wasn't like it was, like some sure. expensive thing. But <laughs> sibling rivalry for Rudolph, whoever the fuck that is, is that the guy who started Adidas? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Or yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so.
1: And the Nike co-founder Bill Bowerman came for his rival in the form of an ironic history lesson back in the 70s while Nike was just getting its foot on the ground. Why did you write that? To make a funny joke?
0: It wasn't a joke. It was, it was a thing.
1: <laughs> they named, oh, oh, the
0: foot on the ground thing. Yeah, yeah I thought of the fun as I was typing it out, and I was like, Megan's going to catch this. I know she will.
1: They named their first sneaker the Aztec, and it got shut down by Adidas because they'd already used that name. So, Bill, from Nike, renamed it The Cortez, which is a.k.a. the guy who kicked the crap out of the Aztecs. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) And since then, Nike and Adidas have had some major beef with each other. (laughs) Both companies have signed major athletes. uh, Michael Jordan with Nike and then Patrick Mahomes to Adidas. All right now,
0: baby. How about those Chiefs?
1: Adidas provides jerseys for hockey, but Nike provides jerseys for football. All right now. But who's winning the feud? Like, who's making the most money? This one's
0: not a surprise either.
1: Um, Nike. Already. Is making about $37.4 uh, a year, while Adidas is making $23.6 yeah. a year. Nike's it it, it does edge. come as a surprise to me, because wasn't there, like, a big thing with Nike recently, where people were, like, burning all their Nike stuff and boycotting it? Oh,
0: uh, it was, like, a Colin Kaepernick thing, I, I believe. Oh. Maybe not. Maybe I could be wrong, but...
1: That sounds right.
0: Adidas, it is I thought it was gonna be closer because Adidas is like the jersey of like football, like like soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's who that's who sponsors like their jerseys, and then of course you got Patrick Mahomes, you've got like I think Steph Curry's an Adidas guy. Like those are you have certain athletes that are sponsored a majorly by Adidas. Mm-hmm. Um it's actually a German brand, so it's actually Adidas, but everybody in America pronounces it Adidas. It's actually Adidas. Oh, uh, which is irrelevant to everything, but yeah, uh Patrick Mahomes, baby, he got that. He got that Adidas, Adidas sponsorship.
1: I'm just glad I said his name correctly. I'm
0: proud of you for that. Yep. If you would have fucked it up, I would have quit this podcast tonight. I would have come back next week though.
1: Then you wouldn't have been quitting.
0: <laughs> I would have okay. temporarily just to roll okay. your eyes. That was the weirdest. Was like you just put a lemon in your mouth. The way you rolled your eyes, one eye went left, the other went up and down. It was weird. I didn't even know how wear
1: it. Okay. Well, thank you for calling me out. Okay. Uh, Chevy versus Ford.
0: This is funny.
1: I feel like for me, for my, I drive a Kia, so nah, it's not like I care. I drive
0: a Nissan, so.
1: But if I had to pick, I'd be a Chevy person. I don't know. want oh, I say that, but I really like those Broncos.
0: Those Broncos are good. Those Broncos, f- here's the thing, man. I'm a Chevy person because I'm a Corvette guy. But that's the only car from Chevy that I will ever even think about getting. Not because I dislike Chevy. I just don't like their vehicles. Like, I have no use for any of their vehicles unless it's a Corvette. Fair. But I not make enough to afford one of those yet. That's why you should follow this podcast, so I can get a Corvette.
1: That sounds like a terrible idea.
0: That's a true statement. Not when to follow.
1: Follow the I podcast. Drive. I'm just talking about because he drives really fast. I
0: drive so quick.
1: Okay, well, let's talk about Chevy versus Ford. The battle between Chevy and Ford has been going on for, like, ever. Ever.
0: Since the dawn of vehicles. Yeah,
1: since the early 1900s when Henry Ford, William Durant, and the famous race car driver, Louis Chevrolet. Is it Louis Chevrolet or Louis Chevrolet? I'm not too sure. Uh, They embarked in a heated race that's not been won yet. All right, now. Flash forward to 1966, and their famous feud would reach a new level. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, General Motors had just unveiled their latest model, the Chevy Camaro. Everything took an unexpected turn, though, when the moment journalists asked the Chevrolet's manager, Pete Estes, the inspiration behind their latest car and the name behind it. His answer? It's a small, vicious animal that eats Mustangs. (laughs) Which, is there an animal called a Camaro, or is he just being funny?
0: I don't, I'm not too sure. I don't, I've never heard of it, but I don't know a ton Apparently, so. Okay. Hold on. We're about to figure it out. Keep talking, though.
1: Um, But since then, it's kind of gotten worse. Uh, Ram has even entered the feud with a little bit of coming at it with the Ram TRX.
0: That's a Camaro. There is an animal called a Camaro. It looks like a fucking raccoon. That
1: doesn't eat Mustangs. It says no way. The
0: Camaro was originally... There's no fucking... Hold on. The Chevrolet panther the fuck is this
1: anyways ram dodge ram came out with a trx or the t-rex which was intended to be rivaled with the ford raptor oh
0: it's like one of these i could Okay, i'm dumb continue go ahead i'm sorry
1: the trx was supposed to rival with the ford raptor because if you didn't know they're the top of the line both of those the raptor and the trx Mm -hmm. are the top of the line for both companies like for the trucks yeah the Ram TRX, when you open the hood, is simply just a picture. It just has a picture of a T-Rex eating a raptor. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Ford's getting bullied. It's kind of like the Easter eggs on Jeeps, you know? Yeah. Like you can find little bugs everywhere.
0: Ford's getting bullied.
1: But who's winning?
0: Ford.
1: Um, it's not as close as you'd think it would be. Chevy not pulls even. in $7.21 billion per year, but Ford pulls in $150 billion mm-hmm. per year. Dodge Ram
0: doesn't even hit it.
1: Makes like twenty billion.
0: Yeah, it's Ford's fucking him up. So
1: even though Ford gets bullied and tucked shit on, you know, like found on road <laughs> they dead, are you know, it's obviously a pretty popular car for cars, you right? Know, Ford vehicles, right? Now there's a couple more on the list, but we are running out of time, so I'm gonna pick the one that I can relate to the most, which is Samsung versus Apple. All right, now I'm an Apple girl. You used to have an iPhone.
0: I'm an Android guy.
1: But you don't anymore. We've all been there. How do you pick? Right? Like, it's it's literally just a choice. I mean, as far as functionality goes, nowadays, they have the same technology inside of them. They have the same cameras. They have the same... Well, I mean, I'm sure there's improvements on both sides that are made each year. The one has that the other one doesn't. But as yeah. far as the general availability of technology... They both function the same way.
0: They're both, yeah. They're they're intended for the same thing for the most part.
1: Of course, iPhone comes out with a new phone every year. I feel like Samsung doesn't really do that. They're able to, like, keep it going for a lot longer. Maybe. Sorry, it's 10 p.m., everybody.
0: They do. Well, I would say Samsung does more with their phones. Because Apple, it's like the same phone. Samsung, they do a good bit to the technology inside the phones. Yeah. And the cameras like Samsung has the best cameras. I have a Google pixel. That um, shit fucking is gorgeous. I
1: have an iPhone. All right. No, I, I, I mean, well, iPhone 14 or whatever. I don't really know <laughs> um, when it comes to the new phones coming out. It's always like a struggle to pick which one. Right. You know, and all you can do is run to Google, but you're going to get the same thing. It's literally it ends up just being a choice as far as what functionalities you do or don't want. what right. Freedom you do or don't want. And, I mean, I don't know. Apparently Samsung uh, pranks Apple. What do they do? Uh, Samsung's been naming their brand of phones, the S, for some time now. So, like, the Galaxy S27, you know. Uh, We're on Galaxy S23. Uh, And back in 2015, as rumors of the iPhone 6S began to dominate the internet, so did Samsung's marketing team. They took out an ad on Google for every time any of us looked up Apple's latest release – the ad would simply pull up awkward. You obviously meant the S6 huh. and link you up to Samsung.com. The message perched up at the very top of the screen and anyone who would search the for, for anyone who would search the iPhone 6s. But again, it's by choice at this point. Like, right. It's it's just what functionalities do you want to have the availability much, the yeah. access no, to? Of course. I mean, you're going to have a good camera on both of them. <laughs> Maybe they're not the same camera, but they're both going to be great cameras. Oh, for sure. Sounds going to be the same.
0: Well, and for the apps that you use the cameras for, like Snapchat, like Instagram, you're not getting great quality on a front-facing camera and shit anyway. Yeah. And then if you're sending it to an iPhone recipient, it's not going to fucking matter. It's Snapchat. So, yeah, you're right. Like, it's not really going to matter. Not unless you're using it for like – unless you're a photographer and you're using your phone as like a backup camera. Then it matters. But if you're not doing something like that or like yeah. videography or something, it doesn't really matter to you. I much. mean, if
1: you want to be able to like FaceTime your friends with an in-house, like built-in app that's already oh, on yeah. your phone, you know, versus like having to download something like Google Meet or Skype or whatever. Oh, like for sure. You know.
0: Apple's ecosystem does win, in my opinion. The AirDrop and the FaceTime and the Yeah, and the, and and the, and the syncing between
1: devices and oh, things it's like so that. so like, easy, yeah. It's an easy setup. They've got it where it all works together. As far as sales, surprisingly... Apple pulls in three hundred and eighty-five billion dollars per year, but Samsung pulls in six hundred and forty billion per year. Yep, dude. Um,
0: that's what. As somebody. But this.
1: to be fair, Samsung doesn't mean just the phones,
0: right? It's a whole. Thing. I mean,
1: Samsung makes a lot of different technology that you know, computers... maybe not computers, but you know, TVs and all that stuff. You right. Know? That's it.
0: Fair. Good topics, Megan.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Let's continue with yours.
0: All right, now, Megan.
1: Let's do the damn thing. So,
0: so your challenge was Santa Claus, and I'm so happy you picked this topic. This is the, this is, there were so many routes that I could have chosen. Like St. Mm-hmm. Nicholas was a real person, and that's who Santa Claus was modeled after, and I thought about doing that route. This is the route that I chose. So with no further ado, this is... This is
1: Santa Claus. This
0: is Santa Claus. Funny Santa Claus interactions. So number one, I took my kid to the mall around Christmas time one year. and When we got there, they were doing the meet Santa event, which is where you don't know, which is where, you know, the kids can sit on Santa's lap and tell them what they want for Christmas.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, one mom was being a little creepy. And I'll admit, all right, like the mall Santa was a little attractive. More than most of the mall Santas that you see. However, she went up to the Santa and set the mom went up to the Santa and sat down on his lap. No fucking way. Which the mall Santa at this looked pretty uncomfortable. And then she, rem- she, she, proceeded to say, I want you for Christmas. What are you going to do about that?
1: See, okay. I can't imagine an attractive <laughs> mall Santa. Cause sw- I'm thinking like 70 plus year old. The man. yellow
0: beard. Cause yeah, he does dip, you know, like, yeah. so. There was those little elves that help out Mm -hmm. and the little elf was there and and she came in clutch and she goes, ma'am, everyone knows that Santa's married to Mrs. Claus and she doesn't like to share.
1: Staying in character, Disney would be impressed.
0: Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Mom, if you're listening to this, do better.
1: Please do better. Don't be <laughs> uncomfortable. If the, if the opposite had happened, if Santa sat on her lap, that would have been so inappropriate.
0: Mom have, had.
1: Santa would have been canceled for the whole fucking world.
0: Okay, Santa would have been arrested. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Like. Number two. So my youngest child has a lot of medical issues. And for the first year of her life, she was completely blind. This, this one, this one. Okay. I take it back. This one's not as funny, but it's kind of sweet. Okay. Uh, so last year, my oldest child hopped on Santa's lap. And Santa asked, what do you want for Christmas? He said, I want you to make my sister, I want you, for my sister, okay, for my present this year, I want you to make my sister see. Her eyes don't work. And Santa's face immediately got red, and he got really sad because he didn't know how to answer my son. But eventually, he replied and said, hey, listen, buddy, I'll do my absolute best. but Please don't get mad if I can't fix your sister. My specialty is not toys, or my specialty is toys, not eyeballs, and I don't think my magic is going to work on this one. Um,
1: Good play, Santa. Yeah,
0: good job, bud. Uh, as the mom, she goes. It made me feel really sad that I had to explain to my son that there is nothing that Santa, there is nothing Santa could do. But what I, I will say, it does warm my heart that he was willing to use his Christmas wish on his sister. However, the really cool thing about this story is that right after Christmas, her vision started working.
1: Oh, yeah, sweet. that is
0: cool. Yeah. All right, are you ready for number three? Mm-hmm. A six-year-old boy ish, a six-year-old ish boy was waiting in line to see Santa. And when it was his turn, he had to ride up on Santa's lap and said, Santa goes, what do you want for Christmas? And the boy told Santa some of the toys that he wanted for Christmas that year, which were some of the more popular toys. And then Santa listened to all of them. And he said, and then he then asked the boy, well, have you been a good boy this year? The boy then pulls out an envelope and says, don't worry about it. And gives (laughs) And give Santa Claus the envelope. When the boy left, I, as the elf, was curious, so I walked up to the Santa and asked him to open it. When he opened the envelope, it was the kid's wish list with a $5 bill taped to it.
1: This kid's going places, man. This kid
0: tried to bribe Santa Claus. (laughs) He's like, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of impressed, but unfortunately we put this kid on the naughty list immediately.
1: That kid's going places. He's
0: got it down. (laughs) Number four, I was one of Santa's elves and I was working at the mall with him sometime in the late 90s. And this girl, (laughs) oh, this is the worst. And this girl was waiting in line. So I walked up to her and I asked what she wanted for Christmas. Her response, in the most nonchalant way, a dildo. (laughs) I waited a second. It was like, I'm sorry, I did not hear you right. Can you repeat that? And she said again, a dildo. So I looked at her for a second and I said, um... Yeah, Santa doesn't make those at the North Pole. And the little girl said, oh, you should really go to Toys R Us. Because over there, you can get all of the Rugrats characters like Chucky, Tommy, Tommy's brother, Dill. A Dill doll. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the girl said. She was like, bro, I was so concerned for a second. (laughs) I
1: don't know what I would have done if I was Santa's off and that happened to me. Oh, (laughs)
0: man. You look at the parents and you're like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yes. Oh my God, that's awesome. Number five. This is again from the viewpoint of Santa's elf. It says, we were working at the mall one year and this little girl walked up and sat down in Santa's lap. And the entire time that she was in his lap, she said nothing. So after a while, she got up off of Santa's lap, and she started to walk away. But then she paused, turned around, ran back up to Santa, got in his face, and said, Listen, buddy, I really hate mac and cheese, and I swear to God, if you give me that again this year, I'm not leaving you cookies. Do you understand? <laughs> I want to know why this kid's parents keep getting this kid mac and cheese and putting it and pinning it on Santa every year. Yeah. like, what the fuck? Santa got you fucking mac and cheese again, Carly. You should, You should hit him apparently (laughs) oh man um (laughs) number six i was in line with my six-year-old nephew waiting to see santa when the time came for santa to see my nephew he asked my nephew what he wanted for christmas and my nephew responded with and i quote can you give mommy and daddy some pajamas because every time i walk into their room they're never wearing anything (laughs)
1: oh my goodness the
0: entire line busted out with laughter and i didn't even feel bad for laughing since my nephew was laughing too but now i know that i need to talk to my sister
1: uh yeah this poor kid is traumatized <laughs> what the fuck?
0: my god megan uh number seven so a bit of a backstory my wife this okay this one karma's a bitch that's all i'm gonna say So a bit of a backstory, my wife is very, very anti alcohol and anti drinking. And she says it very loudly and very often. (laughs) Anyways, one night we were at a winter carnival and my wife had some eggnog, which she did not realize at the time had alcohol in it. Needless to say, she got very, very, very upset. And she kept going on and on about how she can't believe that she drank and yada, yada, yada. And she would continue to go on and on about this the entire time that my son is waiting to see Santa. And by the time my son got up into Santa's lap and and Santa asked my son what he wanted for Christmas, my son looked directly into Santa's eyes and said, I wish my mommy would stop drinking.
1: Poor Santa's like, all right, here's your local alcoholics anonymous membership. I like,
0: mean, my wife's, my wife's face turned colors that I've never seen before, and I laughed so hard that I just completely stopped making noises altogether.
1: I wouldn't have been able to breathe.
0: Listen, here's my thing I like if you don't want to drink 100%, like on you, live your life, do your best, but don't be judgy about it, asshole. Yeah. Like, don't be that against it. It's, you're not, (laughs) listen, you're not going to go to hell because you just accidentally drink eggnog once. Like, relax, dipshit. Jesus. Well, your
1: first mistake was drinking the eggnog at all, to be fair. That
0: is true. Eggnog is pretty gross. I hate it. It's not good. All right. Number eight, Megan. Oh, my
1: God. How many do you have? I got 10. Jeez.
0: These are funny. You stop it. I I was working at a mall one year and this kid approached Santa Claus and I asked Santa Claus, or the kid asked Santa Claus, if he could stop destroying America. We were all very confused. Fuck
1: capitalism. Yeah.
0: So we were all very confused and it's a long story. So to keep this short, the kid had a grandfather and this grandfather fought in a very particular war many years ago and would constantly say anything red is out to destroy American democracy. And this kid (laughs) took that Literally. And saw Santa wearing a red. (laughs) This
1: poor kid.
0: Hey, Santa. Yeah, bud. You stop destroying America.
1: (laughs) Or pick a different color outfit.
0: God dang it, sir. (laughs) Golly, that's terrible. All right, number nine. I was working with Santa one day, and this kid came up and told Santa that for Christmas, he wanted a Tonka truck with a hooker. (laughs) We immediately looked at the mom, whose face was very red, and she said, no, 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 no. no! He means the Tonka truck with the crane, the crane attached to it. He calls this crane a hooker, but that's not what he means. And we all just busted out laughing.
1: Kids say the darndest things.
0: They really do. All right, last one. This kid came up and asked Santa one day for a coffee maker for Christmas. And when Santa said, why? This kid goes, because listen, man, my lemonade stand isn't doing so well. <laughs> I see a lot of adults drinking Starbucks, and every time we drive by, so I figure the adults like coffee more than they like lemonade, and I'm trying to make some money.
1: That, that kid is going This places. kid is going to
0: be a millionaire one day. That
1: kid is on Shark Tank now.
0: He's already. Yeah, he, this kid was Mark Ewan, all right? mm-hmm. This kid was Elon Musk. That'd be crazy if he wasn't.
1: That would be pretty crazy.
0: Also, I just got an alert. I take back what I said. Nuggets in four. They just beat the Lakers, and they're moving on to the conference finals. Let's fucking go, baby. Nuggets are in the finals. Nuggets versus heat. Nuggets take it all. Anyways, Megan, that was my topic.
1: Hashtag Nuglife. Hashtag
0: Nuglife. <laughs> Let's fucking go.
1: I don't know what's going on anymore. You lost me.
0: Art thou ready? My brain has my
1: melted. Topic sure.
0: Here. All right, Megan. Going once. I don't even know what that fucking was. All right, are you ready for? Yes, please. Bigfoot.
1: I don't want to do Bigfoot.
0: Bigfoot, Megan.
1: I've been like adding cryptids to my list of different things to research, and I don't want to do Bigfoot. I'll do it because it's a challenge and I have to do it, but I don't want to. I'm not going to be enthusiastic about it.
0: Do your best. I'll,
1: I'll consider it.
0: I feel like there's some funny ass Bigfoot stories out there.
1: Potentially. You might just get Bigfoot's history and leave it at that.
0: <laughs> it's not even that interesting. We're
1: going family tree, bitches.
0: <laughs> Bigfoot's cousin, the uncle. Wait, hold up. Bigfoot's uncle, the gorilla. <laughs> what the fuck did I say?
1: Neither of those really made much Doesn't sense. Even
0: make the... Bigfoot's cousin, the elephant. Listen, I'm done here.
1: Look, my brain has melted. I'm done with this shit. Love you guys.
0: <laughs> All right, now, yo, take it easy.
1: See you next week.
0: This has been what the fringe fuck. bye bye guys my friends that has been the episode we appreciate you coming out and spending time with us today if you have enjoyed this episode be sure to give us a follow
1: you can follow us on spotify itunes or anywhere else that you find your podcast you can also find us on twitter instagram and tiktok at wtft podcast we're also on facebook at what the french toast podcast and you can email us your stories topics or opinions at wtftpod at gmail.com I'm Skylar. I'm Megan.
0: And this has been What The French Toast.